Hello and welcome to And You Believe That episode 4. That's right, I'm back. We did another one after not doing an episode for like 5 months. And that's because I wanted to bring it back. Because that was the plan. Just to keep doing the show for a really long time, but not do episodes that frequently. And that's what I'm going to continue doing. Um... Because this episode, this show would be impossible to produce every week. Not gonna find a new religion or something every single week, and I think it's insane that you people demand that of me, and I think you should stop it. Anyway, remember the Light Switch Podcast Network exists, and this show is on that, and you should check out all the other shows. And listen to them and subscribe on iTunes of all places. It's very important. If you're going to subscribe somewhere, you subscribe on iTunes. Because I don't think you are given the opportunity to subscribe anywhere else. So that's very important. And I ask that you do that. But not, you know, you don't have to listen to every show. That would be insane. And not every show would be for you. You know, they're different. They're different seeming shows, so... Check out the ones you want to check out and subscribe to those. Get us those sweet download stats. And then we can work our way up as rising the ranks of a podcast network. Anyway, today's episode features me interviewing Jessica, who claims to have a third eye. Not physically, but it's a spiritual thing. Uh, And it was a really interesting talk, and I had a lot of fun. Uh, There is some audio issues because we were doing it over FaceTime, um, but I, for the most part, it's fine, you just, I'm not going to cut it out, but you hear us asking the other person to repeat themselves several times, so that's fun. Anyway, check out the episode and listen to other Light Switch Podcast Network stuff. Thank you. Jessica, welcome to the show. Hi. How's it going? Pretty good. Good. So, you're on here because you're not necessarily psychic, but, and this is all secondhand information from Nathan, so I don't know if any of it is true, but he said that you have something you refer to as a third eye? Yes. Okay, can you explain what that is? Um, so my third eye, it's kind of just like, I say something or like I dream of something and then it kind of like happens mm-hmm. and then within that it's almost like I'm just like more open towards things of like the metaphysical sense. Okay. Um, so can you give some examples of this happening in not necessarily major ways but just common ways this happens maybe not necessarily on a daily basis but something that happens enough for it to be a recurring thing in your life? Okay. Um, let me think. So it's just kind of like daily thing. Not daily. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know how like I said I would like think of something? Mm-hmm. And then later on in the day, it would somehow pop up. Okay. With it. So, like, for example, one time I was thinking, oh, man, I really wish... I was reading the Lemony Snicket, like, books, and then my mom 
she came back and she's like, oh, I bought you for these. I bought you these. <laughs> so that was one thing. Mm-hmm. And it just kind of like, oh, I wish this movie was on. And then it comes on. Right. And is, has this been a part of your life as long as you can remember? Or can you pinpoint a time where it sort of started happening? Um, it kind of started happening when I was like 12. Okay. And once, did you notice this as a thing that was maybe unusual or for, was it occurring for a long time where you just assumed this was something that maybe happened to other people frequently as well? Or did you know right away that it was something pretty rare? I assumed that it was happening to other people, just kind of like coincidental almost. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, oh, have this ever happened to you? Mm-hmm. And then when they were just like, no. <laughs> Not really. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay. Um, so you... Nathan told me about an incident in which you had a dream about the Istanbul airport attack. And was that the night before it happened? Yeah, but it was a few days before I told them about it. Okay. So has this is this probably the biggest instance of something like this happening? Hello? Sorry. Yeah, disconnected for a little bit. Oh, okay. Um, is this the most major incident of something like this happening? Or has have there been other occurrences where it's been such a big incident that you've sort of predicted? Um, I think this would probably be, like, the bigger one. Because mm-hmm. it didn't happen kind of like in the U.S. Right. I mean, there's been other things where I thought it was pretty big, but that for sure kind of shocked me. Right. Do you And do you have any reason as to why? I suppose the explanation, like, it's not necessarily something you can explain or pinpoint. But is there anything you felt as a reason to why you might be more in tune with these sort of things than other people? Um, I just think... I'm more open okay. towards it and just more accepting and I just don't really question anything right. about life that much. So do you you think anyone who maybe makes themselves more open to this sort of thing is possibly receptive of it? Or do you still think there's maybe a type of person who's naturally more predisposed to this sort of thing? Um, kind of both. Okay. Because, I mean, the third eye is closed, so I think if you kind of have, like, inklings of it, and then you decide to practice opening your third eye or just focusing on it, Mm -hmm. then it'll probably come easier to you. Right. I, I don't know if you know, but I interviewed a psychic earlier this year, and she... I got the sense that she was probably bullshitting everything, and that's because of just the way, you know, it's how she makes her living, and it seemed like a lot of her practices were dishonest, so can you speak to how how often you think people who talk about having this sort of thing really do have it? Do you think it's more often than not that people are really that they really believe what's going on 
and frauds are rare, or is it the other way around? Um, can you actually repeat that? There was a poor connection, so okay. you cut out again. Sure. Um, when I interviewed a psychic earlier this year, I got the sense that she was probably lying about most of the things she was saying, since it's her job to sort of constantly be telling people these things, so she has to be on all the time. And the feeling I got was that she was more than likely scamming people. Um, so when people say they're in touch with some sort of spiritual world, how often do you think they're maybe exaggerating or straight up lying? And how often do you think it really is the real thing? Um, I think for the most, not for the most part, probably about like half the time they probably are exaggerating. Right. But I do believe in psychics. Mm Mm-hmm. And people of that nature. Right. And I don't think they would just kind of go into that field bullshitting the whole time. So I, they probably do have some form of it. Sure. Um, Nathan told me that you also have something. You're, you have the ability to see auras but not read them. Can you explain that? So it's, <laughs> it's like a feeling that I get. I, like, look at a person... I just close my eyes, kind of, and it's like, just a color that pops into my head. It's not just me, like, being like, oh, you're just red. Okay. It's more specific than that sometimes. All right. So, then, can you try that with me right now? <laughs> yeah, sure. All right. I'm getting a hunter green. A what? A hunter green. Okay. So, I know you said you can't read them, but what does that mean? Um, kind of what I see it as someone, like, in a calm kind of nature, more like like a contemplative person. Right. Really? Okay. Um, and all of this, how would... It, do you think it does tie into astrology or horoscope, horoscopes at all? Yeah, I do. Um, I check that stuff almost every day yeah. for myself. Uh-huh. And so I think it ties in. How applicable have horoscopes been in your daily life, like in really specific ways? How often have you noticed that they've ended up matching? Um, more recently... I mean, I've always kind of read it and then kind of kept it back in my mind. But um, specifically this week, it's the, all of them have been really applicable every day. Okay. Uh, what have some of those been that you remember? Um, here. Let me just read what it was today. All right. So this one was, you recently just said no to an unproductive situation and to a whole new attitude is, and a whole new attitude is your reward. Don't waste time moping. There's fun to be had and playmates to meet. All right. And how was that applicable to your, to what happened to you that day or this week? So, um, I'm moving. Okay. To Texas pretty soon. Mm-hmm. And um, 
I have one supposed to be another job. Mm-hmm. Uh, another job lining up for there for just a second one. Yeah. Um, with a friend of mine, but it kind of just turned out kind of badly, so I had to step away from that job, really. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm just applying to new stuff, so that's the way I took it. Okay. And then with these with these horoscopes, with the way they're written, do you think do you think there's something important in each one, or do you think because you're maybe more connected to some sort of spirit world, you specifically have more of a connection to these and but they are still sort of written generally? Or how do you feel about that? Um Yeah, I do feel that I have more a specific connection. I read, like, my other friends' kind of horoscopes, and I, I mean, I don't tell anybody the horoscope, but mm-hmm. I kind of see, like, maybe the way it flicks to them. They right. probably don't see it that way, but I kind of interpret it like that. Mm-hmm. So, with astrology signs, can you explain from someone who believes in them how exactly they're supposed to work? Because obviously there are a lot more than 12 personalities and a you know a person who's born in the same month as someone else doesn't they can seem like entirely different people because they are um so can you explain the validity of them knowing that yeah and i guess it's pretty hard to you know validate everything from them right um um, I don't know, just in when I, like, apply to me or, like, family and friends, and I read them, like, I think there's some portion that meets what they are. Sure. So, I mean, I can't really validate that. They're like, oh, yeah, every type of person fits into what month they're born. But I choose to believe, to believe it. Right. Um, and when we were setting up this interview, Nathan told me something about how the time and the day you're born factors into this? Is that the case? Yeah. Is it going well? Is it going well? Can you say that again? Sorry. I was told something about how the time of day you're born factors into this in addition to your sign. Can you talk a little bit about that? Um, yeah. So, with that... Not just, like, the time of day. It's kind of where the place you're born at. Okay. Um, like, city and kind of, um, like, I don't know how to explain it. Like, when you like, the lines, the latitude, the latitude, like, mm. the degrees. Yeah, it's more pinpointed like that, where the stars and kind of planets were on the day you were born. Okay. So, I think mine was the moon rising and then Venus is like my dominant planet, I believe. Mm-hmm. I'm in... Oh. Sorry, you cut out a little bit but, there. Um, it kind of also goes with astrology being more the type of person that you are. Like, it ties in with the, um, just like horoscope astrology kind of thing. Okay. Um, pinpointing, like, what type of person you are. And um, I think they're more specific than just kind of being like, you're an Aquarius, this is it. Right. Um, what is your sign, by the way? I'm an Aquarius. Okay, that makes sense. Um, so I guess 
you you were able to guess the birth times of Nathan and several other people. Is that right? Or you were pretty close with all of them? Yeah, I was pretty close with, I guess, Paige and Keaton's. Um, but I was around Ashley's. Mm-hmm. And was this some? This was something you were just compelled to do in the moment. Is that right? Like this isn't something you could randomly do with any person you meet. You don't think? No, I don't think so. Um, I don't know because when they asked me to do like Keaton's, mm-hmm. um, I don't know if you just said. I think there was a number five in it. Yeah. And um, but I didn't, didn't know the time yet. And I was just kind of. Not really mulling it over, complaining. I just like it just came to me. Right. And then with the rest of them, I had it's kind of like I had to be like in the mood almost right. to do it. Yeah. So, if it just comes to you like that, have you noticed any patterns as to when you do become in the mood to sort of have that intuition or that guess, or do you think it's completely random as to when whatever it is out there sort of checks in with you? Can you repeat that again? Yeah. I'm sorry. Um, do you think there's a specific mood you have to get into to connect to whatever it is out there? Like, is there some sort of pattern that you've noticed when you're feeling this certain way, you tend to be more in tune with something? Or is it completely random? Um, I think I have to be in more of, like, a calm kind of... Like, I'm not, like, specifically looking for something. Right. I just have to be, like, unaware of it, kind of, and then just up into my head, or, like, my dreams or something, you know? Uh-huh. Yeah. Have you, have you ever thought about, like, working as a psychic or something on the side? Just, that seems fun. <laughs> no. Nathan has mentioned it, being like, yo, you could totally do this if you worked on it more, but I don't think so. Oh, why is that? want to listen to me and uh, like I said it's not I can't and I wouldn't want to just kind of like pull it out of my ass or just like right being like oh this is no I kind of want to be real so sure yeah I'm not gonna do that yeah so I guess more than anything um how do you think this ties into your worldview as a whole and just sort of how you view life? Like, why do you think, why do you think you feel so connected to this? Um, I think I just feel more connected to it because I'm not such a, like, happy-go-lucky person. Like, I've mm-hmm. had real life experience with you know, different types of deaths mm-hmm. or births and stuff like that. Yeah. So I think that's why I kind of connect more. I don't see everything as black and white anymore. Right. Um, and how do you think, does this at all maybe tie into any religious or other spiritual views you might have? Um, no, not necessarily. Okay. Um, because I know being Catholic, 
know, not, you can't not support that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do stick with my religion, like right. Catholicism. Okay. Um, so I know that they conflict each other, but I kind of just try to keep it separate. Okay. Uh, that's interesting. So you think even even though they're both specifically spiritual ways of looking at the world, you try and compartmentalize them and not view them as a part of the same whole? Yeah. Um, and that's just... Um, just basically because since I've been raised such a strong Catholic, I don't want to really go against that. Right. So it's more of me just... Like, I, be, I totally believe in both. Mm-hmm. And I always would, but... Just want to keep that really separate, so I'm not really conflicting. Right. That doesn't really make sense. But. No. Uh, um, so, do you, is it more for you, you personally, for you as an individual? They don't conflict, but you think maybe the Catholic institution might view them as conflicting, even though personally, they can both be completely true in your mind. Yes. Okay. Very much so. Right. Um, how often do these premonitions come to you, maybe just in thoughts or feelings, as opposed to dreams? Um, the thoughts and feelings ones, those can ha- happen, like, multiple times, like, in a month or in a week. Mm-hmm. Um, it kind of just depends, but, like, I guess the bigger ones, dreams-wise, those are more, like, farther in between with time right when they are dreams do they when they happen do you when you wake up do they feel different than other dreams or until it's confirmed like with the Istanbul attack did it still feel like any other dream until you found out that didn't fact happen no they don't feel and I guess I just never really realize it mm-hmm. when like, I do write down my dreams every day yeah um, I don't really realize it, but, like, when I look back on it, they're usually more, more, like, specific with, and they are more vivid. Okay. Um, but with that one, I, I didn't really tell, but with some other ones I thought that were, like, way too vivid, mm-hmm. I did decide, I did decide to tell, um, just in case something did happen. Right. You mentioned you write down your dreams. Is this every day or just when it feels like a big important one? No, it's an everyday thing. So even if it's just kind of a dumb dream, I still write it down. Right. Um, and this is only tangentially related to everything. But do you ever lucid dream? Like, because I know keeping dream journals has been connected to that. Yeah. Um. So I am able to like go. I know people are like you can't really go back into your dreams, but. I am able to go back into my dreams and kind of control, not control, but mm-hmm. sort of shape re- them. So I, that I am in my dream. Yeah. And kind of participate in it. Okay. Um, and I mean, I know like lucid dreaming is just a thing people can train themselves to do, but do you feel that's in any way connected to the way you're connected to it? Maybe if there is some other worldly thing out there? I, mean, I think it, it possibly, um, kind of really trained myself. I kind of just, like, realized it. Mm-hmm. Um, like, that's what could happen, and I could just easily fall into it. 
Um, so I think that could be part of it. Okay. Uh, going back to the aura thing, you... Is seeing someone's aura something you will notice without thinking about it? Or is it sort of... If so, if I, you know, when I brought up asking what you see my aura as, you thought about it, is it something you, if you meet someone, will you notice that right away? So, I didn't hear the very last part, what you said. Okay. Um, if you meet someone, will you, would you be able to notice their aura right away, or would it be something you'd have to think about and consciously decide to see? Um, consciously decide to see. Um, so I sound like I'm seeing them all the time. Like, I okay. see my friends and people every day, but it's more like I just have to think about it. Right. What is, um, what is to you the most personally interesting thing you've had a premonition towards? You cut out a bit there. Um, I was saying that nothing, nothing really personal has happened to me. Okay. Um, I mean, there's small instances, like, well, I guess this is a personal one. When my sister found, she, she was gonna tell me she was pregnant, mm-hmm. and then she had called me and I just answered the phone and I said, "You're pregnant." Well, <laughs> she was just like, "Yeah, how'd you know?" <laughs> and I was just like, "I just, that's what you're gonna call me for." Mm-hmm. So I mean, I guess that's a personal thing, but. Other than that, there's nothing, like, too majorly impactful with my life, really. Right. The And are these premonitions, are they always personal like that? Or have you ever been able to... Do you think you've ever known something that you never learned? Or something more just objective and not about someone you know or something emotional? Um... I mean, can you actually rephrase that a little bit? Because I understand you, but, like, not really. That's okay. Um, do you think you've ever been able to, you've ever maybe known a certain fact that you never specifically learned in your life? Like, if you randomly knew who composed something from hundreds of years ago, like that sort of thing? No, I don't. Yeah, that doesn't really happen to me. Okay. Sorry. That's okay. Um, if you had to sell people who are completely skeptic on buying into there being some sort of otherworldly thing out there, what would you say to them? Like something personal about me or just like... Just in general, if you could sell them on believing in it or at least being open to it. Um... them to kind of like really think back on their life when they think something's kind of coincidence to let to ask them to think maybe what if it wasn't coincidence mm-hmm. like what if so something kind of ask them just to think about that to see if that'll help open their mind to the other world okay 
um, at conversely, if someone who was completely skeptical was able to point to several instances of how maybe things you predicted were in fact coincidences, would that be something you'd be able to be swayed over to? Or do you think you're so firmly on the side of believing in a spirit world that basically no matter what, you'll always just feel connected to it? Yeah, I'm pretty firm on my beliefs. I mean, kind of telling them to Nathan and Ashley and Paige, like, people are just like, no, that's coincidence. Mm-hmm. And that's for quite a bit, too. Yeah. But it's like, no, I don't believe you. But, mm-hmm. I mean, it's never really swayed me. It's, I mean, they don't have to believe it. I, I do. Right. Is, no, that's a coincidence. Is that, like, the general response people have? Or how often have you found that people are more open to what you're saying? Um, friends-wise and kind of, like, random kind of people that have talked about stuff like that, it's been more, that's coincidence. Right. Um, but my family, they are more accepting of it. Mm-hmm. So, like, my mom and my brothers and sisters, um, since, it, since they have known me forever and I've told them more stuff, mm-hmm. they believe it more and mm-hmm. are just readily accept of it. Mm-hmm. So do you think there are... Is that more just about familiarity rather than being open to it? Like, do you think the people who you talk to about it once, if you had the um, opportunity to talk um, to them? More? No. No? She, she's open to that stuff all she has realized. I mean, not realized. She's had a dream, like, had dreams before when someone else has been pregnant. Mm-hmm. And, like, you know, right away. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, with my sister, with hers, uh, she she asked Julie if she was pregnant, and then Julie said no, and then nine months later, her baby popped out, mm-hmm. so <laughs> she was pregnant. <laughs> no one really knew that she was pregnant, though. All right. Huh. So, yeah. my mom is more really readily available for that. Mm-hmm. So, I think we're about ready to wrap this up, but if you... Do you have anything else you think you should say on this matter? Um, I think just kind of like people should open their minds and not really second guess someone who maybe has said something like that. Right. Where it's not a coincidence. Mm-hmm. And just kind of not really practice it themselves if they don't believe it, but just kind of accept it. Right. All right. Thank you very much for doing this interview, Jessica. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. Fun All right. Stuff. Okay. Peace out. Bye. And that's our show. I hope you liked it, but if you didn't, not a big deal. It's a free podcast I do because I want to. Um, I, but I do, I do hope you liked it. Although, again, not a big deal to me if you didn't like it. But unless I ask you, don't. Come up and tell me I didn't like that episode. It was boring. That was, don't do that. I realized my interview skills were a little rusty on this one, but you know what? Also, it's a free podcast, and I'm getting back into it. Give give me a break. And I realized none of you, as I'm recording this, because it hasn't been released yet, none of you have criticized me. And this is all me prematurely criticizing myself. And, you know... Anyway, I I do hope you liked it. So, please remember, 
to check out the other Light Switch Podcast Network shows, because I'm proud of all of them, and listen to the ones you like, don't listen to the ones you don't like, and try and be a good person. All right. Thank you so much for listening. We're going to be back, hopefully very soon, with another episode or two of And You Believe That. And I've also got some other exciting stuff in the works for the Light Switch Podcast Network. Bye.